no matter cause there's something inside so strong So today we're going to be really celebrating and learning from Linda Toy. She's the CEO of Eurolab and also the winner of the prestigious Seafill Excellence in Pharma CEO of the Year Award. Lynn, good morning to you. Congratulations. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning to your listeners and thank you so much. So you were shortlisted alongside seven other CEOs who run international pharmaceutical industries. Uh, These are colleagues in your profession, and I imagine that it must be quite rewarding to be on the highest stage, at least globally, and still be recognized as uh, the outstanding leader among what is really the, the cream of the crop. It was quite a surprise, I must say. I I did feel a little bit like the ant amongst the elephants. But, but yeah, stranger things have happened. And um, I honestly and truly felt as if I represented um, South Africa, cancer patients, Eurolab, in a way on the global stage, which Mm. was, um, an absolute honor and a privilege. Why, why were you surprised by the fact that um, the, the, the ultimate prize was, was given to you? I think the surprise came more from the fact that, um, as you say, all the other companies that were nominated were very large, big, global, multinational companies. Um, and, you know, if you compare them in size to, to what Eurolab is, they're a lot, lot bigger. Um, but, yeah, as far as leadership is concerned, I was truly um, honored to receive this award um, as a CEO of Eurolab South Africa. Mm. One of the things that the judging panel had to say about you is that you were selected for your bold forward-looking leadership, dynamism, and your contribution to the wider industry. And it's really about what you believe the future of cancer treatment in South Africa should look like. Share some of that with us today. Sure, Kathy. Um, you know, I, I think when we did this business um, with my partner, Gaby Simon, in 2010, um, we recognized that oncology was a cancer itself was a very fast growing disease and the access to oncology treatment was pretty limited both in terms of product portfolio and in terms of cost um, for our patients in south africa and um, this inspired us actually to start with pharmaceutical products and our vision was to make products affordable to every cancer patient in South Africa and and I think accessibility is a very big issue for our patients. A lot of them live in rural areas mm. um, and they just can't get access to, to oncology units and oncology clinics and, and so this was our broader vision our wider vision was to take a whole of cancer approach and try and provide a patient from diagnosis um, right through to to treating the disease and ultimately their survival because if they're diagnosed earlier, they survive longer. 
um, and that's really what we were aiming to achieve. Being able to do this kind of work also means that you're bringing together a lot of different stakeholders. What was the process like initially and were people receptive to this idea of having this whole of cancer solution under one roof like what Eurolab was proposing at the time? Jackie, it wasn't an easy journey, I must be honest. Um, they, were, they were some established um, institutions, I guess, you can say, in, in this industry. And people are, are reluctant to change um, in, in many ways. And this is no exception. The oncology industry is no exception. They still um, many people reluctant to accept change. But we chipped away at it, and we decided, um, my business partners and myself, that if they weren't going to come with us, then we'd go it on our own. And we would introduce these innovative treatments and, and um, accessibility um, structures into the South African market um, in order to make um, the whole of cancer approach um, viable and feasible. And so we did. We, um, we have put together a number of business structures around our pharmaceutical business, um, which enhance from diagnosis all the way through to treatment. And um, we have brought innovative treatments where patients didn't have access to those treatments before, mm-hmm. such as the gamma knife. Um, which we put in at the NetChem Park Hospital, um, which is really the gold standard in treating brain tumors um, and was previously unavailable to patients in South Africa. They had to travel overseas, abroad, to go and try and find these treatments, whereas now they can get it on their doorstep and they can get it locally at good prices. Mm. Lynn, we're going, we're going to continue our conversation and talk more about the work that uh, you have been able to do through Eurolab in uh, making and creating greater accessibility and affordability to cancer patients uh, when it comes to their treatment. We'll take a quick break and I'm back uh, with Linda Toit. Africa, online and on radio. SAFM, let's talk. On SAFM. We're leading the conversation on the talking point and we're in conversation with Linda Toyd, who is the CEO of Eurolab. She's currently been recognized as being a global leader when it comes to the pharmaceuticals industry. And she's won the Excellence in Pharma CEO of the Year Award. And uh, she was shortlisted alongside seven other CEOs of multinational pharmaceutical companies. So, Lynn, I just want to talk about the approach that you have right now, because even though a lot of your work has centered on trying to create greater accessibility and affordability uh, of treatment for cancer patients, um, it seems that the bulk of it has currently been centered in the the private sector and has not really moved to the public sector. Give us a picture of what things look like there and, and perhaps what some of the challenges to expanding beyond what you are now have been. 
Certainly, Kathy. So what we've done, um, obviously, we have recognised that that myself as a as a nursing sister originally, right way back in the late seventies, um, I've I've always been very aware of people in rural areas and in the public sector not having access to um, facilities and treatment. So where we have focused on on the public sector has been in the building of a unit that we um, have situated in Midrand. It's called the ASU Africa. And what it is, is it's a GMP facility where we actually do pre-mixing of the cytotoxic treatment that patients need. We have presented this to government in different provinces, different levels, and um, there is a process, clearly, that this needs to go through, but we are offering to deliver the ready-mixed chemo into the most rural of clinics. We have a, a great distribution network, um, and we're able to do this. We're even able to provide, if they need fridges or refrigerated lines, et cetera, et cetera, we're able to provide chemo chairs if that's what they need for patients to get their chemo. But we have this facility. It's fully licensed. It's fully staffed. And we present it to government, and we are waiting to, to get some response in terms of being able to do this. And this is our contribution to the public sector. We would like every single cancer patient in every rural area, every community, to be able to get their, their chemo treatment at their local clinic. Um, we're happy to provide training to the nurses if this is what's required in their local clinics. Um, and clearly, this has to be done under the supervision of an oncologist or a um, general practitioner. But at least the patient's not traveling three days to get from you know, their little home in the rural areas to a hospital which will provide um, oncology treatment. So, so we, we have really invested a lot of money in this facility, and we hope to be able to provide this service um, in the near future, mm. you've you've talked about you know just the the expansion, and it sounds to me that a lot of it also is dependent on the kind of resources that you can have access to. I mean, how big an issue is that having money to be able to make all of these things happen? Uh, and how, do, how how have you been able to ensure that, that your business is sustainable while still being at the forefront of, of these cutting-edge technologies? So, um, Kathy, we are a privately-owned company, mm. and um, our, our business partners um, have obviously all provided funding, but our chemotherapy drugs, our portfolio has grown significantly to, um, to 30 products from initially starting with zero, actually. Um, we launched three products six months after being in business, um, but we are now on 30. So the pharmaceutical products are the core of our business. Mm. We have reduced prices by over 50% in these particular molecules that we've launched, So, which has also made chemotherapy protocols and treatments more accessible to more patients um, because their, their funding certainly lasts longer. Um, but yes, we, we, we have put all our profits back into these significant investments and, um, and I have a, we have very good commercial partners that, um, that are very good in terms of business um, 
and we all complement one another, to be quite honest with you, um, mm. in terms of running this business and keeping it sustainable and still being able to provide all these cutting-edge um, technologies. We have partnered with um, you know, people in the industry, so um, Netcare, for example, on the Gamma Knife, um, that kind of thing. So we, we definitely do... Um, do partner with strategic people in the in the industry as well. What would you say is the most important lesson that you have learned as a leader over uh, the span of of your career that that has seen you where you are today? Um, sure, Kathy, that's a, a difficult question. I I have learned so so many. So many, um, you know, I have been in the pharmaceutical industry for close on 40 years. Um, and I did start out as a medical rep. So um, I learned the discipline of working on your own um, and and producing the goods. Essentially, had targets to meet and budgets to meet. And um, uh, we were kept, we were very stringently monitored in terms of the practitioners that we called on. Um, so I think right from early days, I learned to be very disciplined in the way I approached my work. Mm-hmm. And um, then later on in life, um, being a single mom of two children, um, I had to juggle all of those responsibilities. And that was tough. That wasn't an easy time. And I think for any woman in business, um, you can never say that, that it's easy. And I, I would love to give credit to women in business out there who have families and children to look after because um, essentially we weep over the times that we've lost and there will always be regrets. But the rewards in terms of being able to give your children a good education and and provide for them the the knowledge that that success doesn't come easily it comes with hard work and discipline and consistency and falling down and getting up and doing it all again and um and i must say i think that is really i'm very proud of my own two children who currently have their own businesses and are very successful in their own right um so it's it hasn't been an easy journey but i've learned a lot along the way i think Mm -hmm. you also learn about loyalty and trust and the people that you work with make your success. Uh, we have an unbelievable team at Eurolab. Um, we are very loyal. We're very small. We're very close. We all know what's going on in the business. And um, when we have strat meetings, everybody's involved because we we take everyone's opinion into account. And um, and with that. That's how we've grown the business. We feel everyone in the business is important. All right. Lynn, congratulations again on your award. And uh, thank you so much for making time for us today. Lynn Detroit, the CEO of Eurolab. It's 11 o'clock and Musa has your latest news update.